It's your boy, the one and only A Switch, aka uh, the next character to be included in uh, our reverse. AKA, who put butter on my toast that I didn't ask for? AKA, put some cheese on the top. Uh, give you, give you some, um, give you some clam chowder. Um, AKA, the nigga lip master. Bringing you yet another episode of Switch of Sights, episode eighty-eight, to be exact. Uh, it's a, it's a, for the most part, it's a pretty good week this week. Uh, Trump is no longer president. Woo 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 woo. Woo woo. Um, what else? What else? I mean, we got Resident Evil uh, showcase, which. Man, we gon' we gonna have some words in a bit. We gonna have some words. <laughs> we are gonna have some words. Actually, hold on. We are gonna have some words for sure. Cause man, oh boy, oh boy. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, things are at least looking up. Uh, also, by the way. Your boy done upgraded. Um, uh, and uh, basically, you know, got got the most coveted mic you could find. The SMB, SM7B, uh, you know, to uh, greatly deliver this silky voice that you guys love so much. Right? Rhetorical, I'm sorry. Um... Yeah. So it's a weird thing about, um, I guess a weird technical thing I want to let you guys in on since, uh, I don't know if it's maybe <laughs> I could be tone deaf. I don't know, but, um, it's been this weird issue I've been running into for long as my previous mic where it seemed like there was a lot of interference, but I think that's just the 3.5 millimeter feed going to my headset and not necessarily what you guys are hearing. At least when I play back it, I don't really catch any like interference or buzz or something like that. So yeah, either way, uh, partially that was, uh, at least another reason to try and upgrade it. You know, it's someday, some point, sometime in life. I don't know when, but, uh, gonna be putting these pipes to use. Not like that. Get your damn mind out of the gutter. Whatever you're thinking. Don't even think it right now. Um, yeah, outside of that, you know, <laughs> uh, just, just to slightly comment on the political issues going on, uh, where, you know, news is basically literally blaming Biden now for pretty much all the stuff that Trump did. <laughs> so that's been interesting. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, how could I forget? Uh, of course, uh, the inauguration, which was great. I catched, uh, some bits and pieces, but, uh, of course the, 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 the biggest takeaway, the biggest, most important takeaway from 
the uh, inauguration was, of course, <laughs> Bernie Sanders <laughs> sitting in that chair, just being a just being that that you know, just humble little old man that he is, just trying to stay warm. And boy, <laughs> oh my God, the internet went to town, went to town on this man. Let me tell you. Uh, somebody, you know, just taking it all in on uh, Twitter. Oh my God. They were just going in on him with the memes. Oh man. Uh, I, I could, it's so many I could list, but I'll touch a couple. Like they, uh, touched on Yakuza. Bernie is, uh, like the head of the Tojo clan. Um, <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, you know, uh, the opening, the opening, uh, uh scene, uh, the opening of the show. Where, you know, uh, Will is like spinning in a chair. <laughs> he basically put Bernie in there in the, in the chair. Oh, man. What was another good one? It was the one with Beyonce. Uh, you know, when she, uh, I think I'm assuming from her shows, she always brings somebody up and gives them a lap dance. <laughs> Beyonce on Bernie's lap. Oh, oh man. Uh, streets, streets of Rage one. Uh, where, you know, uh, instead of mixed Mr. X sitting in his throne while you're beating the shit out of all his, uh, goons, it's, uh, they put Bernie there. Oh my God. It's uh, so good. This, this is one of the prime examples why I do love the internet Twitter to be specific. Cause, ah, it was great. It was great. Oh boy. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna run this meme into the ground. <laughs> Just like all the others. Uh, but it's great. A great, great first viral meme of 2021, I would say. Um, but outside of that, you know, yeah, this was pretty much what's going on in the world since. So without further ado, let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. So today was, uh, uh, at least from what Capcom hyped things up to be was a big day or was supposed to be a big day. Um, it wasn't necessarily that it was more like, more like, say partially I'll say partially and I'll get to that in a bit but uh, at least starting off the showcase they basically you know gave us what we wanted and we got the Resident Evil uh, Village uh, trailer um, yeah basically a, a brief trailer then we got like a, a overview of the gameplay with the producer of the game uh, that you know showed us some details uh, in terms of the combat uh, specifically with the combat. Um, it's pretty much close to Resident Evil 7 in a lot of ways, but it seems to be, at least what the producer emphasized on, more of a emphasis on defense, which was interesting, where you can actually, I think you, I'm pretty sure you technically could do it in Resident Evil 7, where you could basically block and brace now, but it seems to have 
they seem to have expanded upon that. Because I think at least the extent that you can block in Resident Evil 7 was just basically a block with your hands up. And then when you get hit, it just basically reduces the damage. But now it seems like potentially either you can maybe parry kind of, it may have possibly if the time is right. Or I think regardless, if you block, uh, I'm guessing maybe depending on the enemy, um, they will, it seems like, I'm guessing probably just some enemies. I don't think all enemies will react the same way in that, that respect, but they will basically flinch back after they hit you and you're blocked. At least what they showcased in the, uh, in the, in the showcase. Um, but yeah, so, um, there was that, that was one big thing that pointed out. They gave you a look at, uh, some of the, uh, you know, side characters or potential bosses in the, in the game. They showed the one mysterious guy that, uh, at least a lot of people are speculating to be, uh, Louis Serra from Resident Evil four. Um, apart, at least I was speculating today myself, uh, on Twitter as well as the, the era that is reset. Um, that potentially just potentially could be, um, David King from Resident Evil Outbreak. I mean, when you look at the pictures, they do look pretty similar, especially when you consider, you know, how a lot of the characters are getting a facelift to the neck, to this current engine. So who knows? Maybe it could, potential could be there maybe. But, um, yeah. So, and of course we have to touch on it. It's been pretty much breaking the internet as well on top of Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders, uh, in his seat cold. Um, but we must, we must talk about tall vampire lady. Cause, uh, you know, I ain't gonna lie, man. Something about her. I can't even tell you, but it's just something about her. That's just like, I'm a little turned on right now and I'm not sure why. So, that's okay. It's okay to be turned on and not know why, you know? Um, most, most of the time, <laughs> let me, <laughs> let me rephrase that. <laughs> that could be taken very wrongly. Um, yeah. So pretty much she broke the internet. Everybody like, it's like, Oh man, I'm, I'm, oh, I love her so much. Oh, oh, and some of these other publishers and, you know, new, uh, gaming news outlets, uh, you know, don't fake the funk. She, she, she cute. She cute. Okay. People saying that she's weird. People weirded out. If, if you weirded out by this lady, something may be wrong with you. All right. I, I said it. I said it. What of it? You going to do something? I don't know. I'm so defensive about it. I guess maybe because there's feelings, there. feelings there that I'm not sure why they are, but I, they're there, you know, maybe, Maybe men like to be tossed around sometimes, you know, maybe we like to be, you know, um, towered over, you know, I mean, easier access for, for the, you know, for the bags that are fun. You know what I mean? Maybe, you know, I mean, maybe we want to be in that position sometimes. You don't know. I don't know how she carries herself. She's really cute, you know, attractive. You know what I mean? So. Take that for what you will. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, she, she, she cute though. Okay. Maybe she could use like some crest white strips or something, but I mean, you know, that's easy. Just give her, give her some for a birthday. She'd be good. She'd be thankful. She might be offended. She might be offended and bite me. And then I might like it. You know, I might get, might get bitten and like it. So. I don't know. She cute though. And I think uh, a lot of the Resident Evil fans do uh, also agree as well. You know, so. Um, I think that's all I'm going to say in terms of that. Uh, vampire lady, you can step on me all you want and I will gladly accept. Um, you can suck the life out of me. Uh, make me be one of your, you know, slaves that may do other stuff, uh, at your bidding. Um, but I mean, Hey, if, if, if that's gotta be, then that's gotta be, I mean, I'm not going to fight it. That's my destiny, my fate, even then, uh, you know, who am I to deny that? So, um, but yeah, I forgot her name. Lady Demeter. Lady Demeter, I think she was revealed at, um, during this, uh, the current trailer at this event, I think her name did come to pass. We got a little bit more of how she talks, which is also pretty, pretty hot, pretty hot. All I gotta say is, (laughs) I was saying on Twitter, (laughs) Chi-chi. Can you run a train on a guy? I'm oh boy, I guess you can. All right. I don't know. Not sure about that. Um can you run like a run a Zamboni on me? Ah? Uh, ah. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, so that's enough of me uh, you know, fourteen year old gushing over a video game character that you cannot really physically touch, but she is very attractive. All right. I'm sorry. I had to let that out. This is a gaming podcast. This is me letting it all out for y'all. Okay. And, and being candid about stuff like this. So, I mean, okay. Um, a lot of other people, you know, feel the same way. So who's wrong? Me or you? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, but, um, yeah, it's good though. It's good though. It's good. <laughs> I saw it was, uh, it was one uh, tweet I retweeted. Uh, basically, <laughs> the show pretty much a uh, uh, gay dude uh, running away from a, uh, I guess, run away from the camera with like some Freddie music or Jason. I think Jason music uh, where he's like, oh, please don't catch me. Uh, no, please don't catch me <laughs> uh, on the beach running away from like. Presumably the vampire lady, but, um, I mean, if you hear this vampire lady, um, I know you probably done record and doing all that stuff for Resident Evil Village, but I am, I'm available. Um, you know, maybe we could work something out, see some, see some movies. Uh, well, oh man, it's COVID. It's COVID. Maybe you might have that ability where you can't get infected. I don't know. 
I mean, we could work something out, you know, have a, have a video date. I don't know. I don't know. We just put it out there. We just put it in the universe though. Just, just in case. So, <laughs> uh, it's, 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 it's pretty funny though. I mean, especially cause I mean, I, I think generally most people aren't necessarily attracted to tall women. And I think it probably goes other way, uh, as well. Um, but you know, I don't know. It's something about her, man. Okay. Judge me. Uh, if she wasn't as tall, would she be as attractive? I'm not sure. I think maybe, I think maybe, I think I'd still be, I'd still be slightly turned on. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. All right. We got the hormones out. All right. Moving on. Uh, so back to the trailer, uh, in terms of the, some of the details we got that we haven't had before. Um, what was it? Uh, specifically, uh, we did actually find out about the merchant. So it is, we do, uh, there is confirmed to be a merchant. It's this penguin like uh penguin from Batman looking type dude. He's like really rotund fat and he seems to have, uh, at least from the trailer, they revealed details that the, the, um, basically different. He'll be, he'll appear in different areas and in the different areas he appears, he'll like, I don't know, do perform certain actions. I guess him, <laughs> other actions of him being lazy because it seems like he just doesn't get up, but um, it does seem to have a lot of, it does take a lot of uh, inspiration from Resident Evil 4. There's a lot of, um, a lot of weapon upgrading weapons you can find. Um, so that's pretty cool. And then the attache case from Resident Evil 4 is also coming back in this one where there is that element of, uh, you know, um, a game, a meta game of, you know, uh, fitting in all your items. Uh, in your case. Uh, but I think they also talk about, um, crafting in terms of like, presumably herbs and, uh, weapon ammo and stuff like that, I would assume. So a lot of cool stuff there. I was liking, um, at least from a setting standpoint, for sure. I'm definitely sold. Of course. I mean, if I had a choice, I definitely would prefer a third person action, a game like Resident Evil two remake, three remake. Um, but I mean, who knows <laughs> this might change my outlook on resident evil. Uh, so we'll see, um, anything else that was really new, uh, they just showed some of the enemies in terms of the combat. Like they showed the, um, it seems like they showed the tribe of the werewolves where uh, they had the, the head tribesman that has this huge ass hammer. But then weirdly enough, they also had the one Louis Sarah guy uh, that also had a hammer. So I don't know what this thing is with uh, these people that have these, uh, you know, affinities to hammers or whatnot, but maybe that's something we'll know. We'll find out later in the story. They also revealed the uh, witches and of course the lady we talked about. So it seems to be it's she's it's presumed she's the head and then there's like three other witches and then they're doing some freaky stuff like, you know, shooting bees out your hand and 
and cutting you and stuff. So, you know, hey, it's going to get real hot and get real hot and sweaty. <laughs> um, What else? Uh, Something that stood out amongst that. Uh, She was talking to somebody. I'm guessing it might have been that smaller witch or maybe possibly maybe that smaller witch that you see in the at least the demo I played might grow to be actually that witch or maybe she's actually the head out who knows but uh definitely interesting all around um so it seems for sure it'll probably take place at least outside and then probably go inside the castle where I'm assuming the rest of the game will take place maybe there might be a third area but um all in all I'm interested I'm invested for sure um what else I'm trying to remember from the demo Oh yeah, in terms of other details, I know uh, specifically for it was up in the air if the PS4 if the previous gen consoles would be supported. I think now we're at that point where PS4, Xbox One is now previous gen and no longer current gen. I think that's safe to establish. So PS uh, they did say that the game will come out at least on PS5 and PS4 and Xbox Series X. Um, I'm not sure if it was a marketing thing because uh, it seems like the streams for this event were specifically via via Sony through Sony outside of you know the the gaming outlet. So I'm not sure if it was just some marketing thing where they just they only had to say that, or I guess so because they said specifically PS4. But they also said Xbox Series X. So. But Xbox One does have the backwards compatibility. Um, or, you know, upgrading. So I guess you still will be stuck with the Xbox Series X version. You couldn't play the Xbox One version either way. So. Uh, it's pretty implied that that probably Xbox one version will come at some point, but I kind of makes sense since that technically of the two would be the more difficult, uh, console since it's the lowest powered, uh, you know, specifically the base Xbox one. Um, so that was at least good, at least based off that fact, I think it's probably a safe bet that, um, we, this will also be in VR. Um, I think they're probably just saving that nugget for a little bit later for some reason, or maybe, maybe, um, we still don't know any details about PSVR two, but that is for sure in the works, at least from what, what was said. Um, so maybe that could be towards before may Sony could drop a PSVR two and then this be, be of course like the marquee title for it to 
pushed to Harvey or something like that. I could definitely see that happening. Either that or, um, which I'm still unclear about because I think it's currently for Resident Evil Village or for any PS, PS, um, PS, uh, VR game, it technically is running backwards compatibility via PS4, which would explain why Village is going to release day one with the PS5 version, maybe so you can play it in PSVR mode, which may be temporarily exclusive to PS4 until we get a PSVR 2. But the PSVR 2 could be dropped before this releases in May uh, 7th, which is an awesome date, by the way, pretty much a few weeks before my birthday. So it's a great, it's a great present. It's a great present. Uh, I predicted February, but I'll take May any time of the day. Um, so yeah, uh, but I think it's a given. I know it's been heavily rumored that this was definitely going to be a VR supported to some extent, but how uh, that is, is yet to be known, but I'm, pr- I feel very, I feel it's very likely we'll definitely get a um, PSVR 2 with this being the marquee title for sure. If so, this would definitely sell me on getting a PSVR. I've uh, been hesitant so far, but this would definitely make me jump in to dip my feet in and I would assume it'd be backwards compatible, hopefully with the previous titles. Uh, that would definitely solidify the deal. I'll be a little on the fence if not, but yeah. So, um, there was that and I'm trying to think, is that all of Resident Evil 8 I can think of? Yeah, I think that pretty much covered everything. Yeah. Uh, release date, May 7th, 2021. And, and of course. They gave us that juicy, juicy, so juicy, so juicy demo uh, shadow dropped today. You could play it right now. Uh, so, uh, you know, my ass sure as hell went to download that so quick with the quickness. Swift, swift as a beaver on crack. Um, I know there's some complications, of course, because everybody was searching it. I think it broke. It broke the search query online for it. So like basically specifically if you search for Resident Evil Village, it would break the the page. But if you like search for anything else, it seems to have been fine. So it's very interesting and weird uh tidbit, but hey, the game is good. Also heard in Japan that this is actually gonna release on a Saturday, which is pretty much the first time a Resident Evil game has released at that on that day which I believe is generally reserved for like super huge big games so that's a very interesting tidbit uh tidbit in terms of like I guess the notoriety that is Resident Evil now but I mean Resident Evil sold insanely well so I mean I understand it so um yeah and keeping with that um there also may uh, be a next gen patch for the 
Resident Evil 7. Totally makes sense. Since um, I know online on the PS5 store, you can uh, get a bundle with the P, um, Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil 8. So that'd be interesting. Um, so yeah, I might actually, because I was debating like playing, replaying Resident Evil 7 again. See if maybe my um, outlook changed on it since I played it in 2017. Um, but you know, if it's way, if it's, uh, improved, that, uh, definitely would, um, sweeten the deal for me for sure. Uh, and then also that could also further, um, solidify, um, PSVR two, uh, feasibility of it coming out as well, where, um, this would also be another title that would, uh, be playable in the new PSVR which would make sense also why it would get a, um, an update. So could be that they could also just release it. And then probably whenever PSVR two is coming or already, then they could say that, uh, Resident Evil 8 is getting a patch for it after. So I guess technically it could go both, both ways, uh, for the most part, <coughs> seem like it could be patched in at least. So, well, good stuff, good stuff. So now, um, let's move on to the very horrible, shall we? I mean, I don't want to, but I have to. so fucking fitting man um yeah so so pretty much after that they announced uh you know to celebrate uh 25 years of the history of resident evil do uh resident evil don't know why i said that <laughs> celebrate the 25 years of resident evil you guys think we should um we should do a collection of uh, the original Resident Evil games, right? The original Resident Evil trilogy, one, two, and three. Uh, you know, for Nintendo Switch, PS4, uh, or PS PS4, five, Xbox One, Series X, huh? Is that what you guys want? Uh, okay. So, so we're gonna give you Resident Evil, uh, Resident Evil Verse, RE Verse, which is a P to P, uh, P to P game where you uh, fight fan favorite characters across iconic maps. And it's free, free with uh, Resident Evil Village purchase. Huh? That's what you want, right? What you want? That's what you want, right? You want that, don't you? Is that, is that, that's what you want, right? You want that, don't you? It's good. It's good. All, all your characters that you want, um, just fighting each other and not outbreak at all. One of the best multiplayer games of all time. That's, that's what you want, right? You want that, don't you? Huh? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So Resident Evil Reverse. Uh, that just uh, that name just is like, I'm just annoyed by that name in and of itself. Ugh. 
just I'm just so tired, man. <laughs> I'm just so tired of this, man. I really am. So they didn't really get the hint with Resident Evil Resistance, which I guess it's it's up for debate. You could say it's it's a uh, PVE slash P, but for me, to me, it's mainly PVP. It feels like since the player generally dictates the 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 spawning of characters and placement. It feels more, more so PVP uh, in my opinion. And personally, I just, after playing it for a little bit, just wasn't a fan of it. To be honest, just wasn't good. Maybe someday I'll give, I'll give it another chance just out of frustration that, uh, Capcom isn't giving us what we want, which is resident evil outbreak. One of the best multiplayer resident evil games that is, uh, literally, Resident Evil, but in the context of a traditional Resident Evil game, but with the context of multiplayer where you have scenarios where you, you know, we're basically generally a half hour, not too much of a commitment. Um, and then, you know, if you got to do something, you can leave, but, uh, all these scenarios, which are technically non, uh, linear. So you can pretty, pretty much play any one and there isn't, there's technically canon, in terms of the order, but not really, if that makes sense. So, um, you have that, a uh, very deep co-op mechanics where certain characters benefit uh, other characters, um, certain characters in specific scenarios, uh, have an advantage in a scenario. So, you know, progress it further. Like David, for example, in the underbelly scenario, he can like put tape on, uh, on a, um, pipe, uh, to basically, uh, expedite, um, a step you have to do in the scenario basically just saves a lot of time. So cool stuff like that. Um, cool, interesting nuances, the characters, combos, and, ah, uh, words cannot explain how much I love that game. Cannot explain how much I love that game. So, um, so then, you know, with that in mind, we get Ariverse, which is like this cell shaded, probably the worst, poorest form of cell shaded graphics I've ever seen. Um, and then you, it's like Leon and Claire shooting each other. And then freaking Leon turns into a damn fucking, uh, didn't he fucking turn into tyrant? Uh, and fucking Claire turns into nemesis. <sighs> It's just disappointing, man. I I cannot say this enough. Resident Evil and PvP does not mix. It is like, you know, when you mix in ingredients in uh Resident Evil to make what the plant forty two uh virus uh in there, I could have swore I seen it. It was like Resident Evil PVP don't mix these, but you know, now we gotta, we got a mixture, which is our verse. I mean, you got Joe Baker. You can play as him. Ah, it just feels like this is going to be yet another resident evil, resident evil PVP game that no, nobody asked for nobody. Nobody. I, I think you could ask majority resident evil fans. Uh, would you want a PVP Resident Evil game? Uh, no, no, 
I can even I could see a co-op. I could see. I can understand. But PvP, it's not it, Chief. She's done, Jim. She's done, Jim. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> it's relevant. It's relevant. I got you. I got you. I wish I'd have these on hand, but I um I don't because they just come to my head. I just I just don't Basically, <laughs> stop it. Get some help. Stop it. Get some help. Okay. So, uh, you know, the legend Michael Jordan said it himself stop it. Get some help. If I get some help, just remake or port Resi Wild Break. Is, is, is this what is so hard about that? It just seems like it's just so easy. You just simply port Resident Evil Outbreak to current consoles. Does not seem like a big ask. And on top of that, you would get more fans that will buy the game than this piece of shit. So I don't. So what? What are you doing? What are you doing, Capcom? I'm just saying. Ah. I'll never get it. I mean, I signed up for the demo though, but I mean, I that trailer didn't didn't did not impress me at all. It's just why why are you doing this? Stop it, please, Capcom. Give us what we want. Give us what we want. I want Resident Evil Break, and I want it now. Ah <laughs> oh, man, it's just. It's like, it's like frustratingly annoying, uh, just, just by how much they're neglecting, how much people want, want to play the game, want that game. Also to touch on, I feel like I probably have touched on it before, but like Resident Evil Outbreak, I think one of the problems with the game was the biggest one I personally felt was that it was definitely a game that came way ahead of its time came out in like 2003. That was like just when broadband was starting to catch on in homes. So like it, it's very rare that everybody had broadband internet, let alone dial up, uh, which you couldn't use for this game. Um, and a lot of like the Xbox live and stuff. So I think ultimately that is what was the biggest detriment to that game's continued success. I'd say if let's say Resident Evil Outbreak came out in like, you know, 2008, I think it would have done way better um, than it did now. I think maybe 2012, actually 2012, because I think the servers were still up until 2007. And then they were shut down. So, yeah, I think overall, um, 
it's just it's just disappointing disappointing frustrating and annoying um just how much uh this series gets neglected you know what i mean um that's why you always see me streaming it because it is a great game and also do you know um realize how great that game is you know <sighs> just disappointed man really was just wh why why and then even on top of that like totally uh i'll break aside why would you celebrate a 25th anniversary with a PVP game that will like be irrelevant after like two, three months when you could have easily just released a resident evil collection that, um, would have had, which was, which was a rumor, you know, people were speculating on, on resetter as well, that you get resident evil one director's cut. Why not in there? Resident Evil 2, um, Resident Evil 3, and then, um, hell, just put the outbreaks in there as well. That would have been, that would have been an excellent, excellent collection. It would, it would commemorate the, the history of where Resident Evil started, which was the original Resident Evil and the original trilogy, which I'm pretty, I'd say is pretty much iconic in terms of, um, solidifying the fandom that was Resident Evil in a lot of ways. Of course, you know, now it's way different, but still, I mean, the legacy of, of what, uh, of what and how Resident Evil came to be what it is today, I feel, um, owes it to the original Resident Evils. And that would have made the most sense to do that. But of course, Capcom is just being Capcom in the most, annoying ways, at least specifically Resident Evil. So there was that, which, yeah, uh, still, still annoys me to the core right now. Um, freaking PVP game. Another PVP game that from previous game that, that have failed umbrella core, horrible people, I ain't gonna lie, I bought it just out of curiosity, but I never even played it online. You got RE Resistance, which is like, personally, I did not like it. I wasn't a fan. Again, I'll probably maybe come back. I don't know, but. Uh, it's just, it's tiring, man. How many times do we have to say, bring back RE Outbreak? I mean, thankfully, at least I can satiate some of that desire with uh, playing online with like emulators and stuff. But still, I mean, the you have to find a group of people to play. A lot of people are playing in clicks, but like if 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 it was on a wider platform, more people would be playing, and it would make it easier to get into games and play other scenarios, play more what you want. But no, Capcom like no. Uh, it hurts. It hurts a lot. Uh, that's the biggest thing. It's just the fact that it's a multiplayer thing they announced and it's like horrible and it's not even like I can even give them a little leeway. It feels like maybe co-op or P 
PvP for Resident Evil. Ugh. It just doesn't has not worked. Why would they keep trying to reinvent a wheel that isn't working in the first place? Uh, really, really hurts. Sorry, I had to had to rant about that because it's just frustrating at this point. How many? How much of the community community itself has supported Outbreak more than Capcom themselves? Oh yeah, they'll acknowledge Outbreak, but that's it. <laughs> just acknowledge it. You know, give us give uh, Alyssa Ashcroft from Resident Evil Outbreak a little cameo in RE7, and that's it. It hurts, man. It hurts. It hurts. Um, outside of that, they also uh gave us a trailer, brief trailer of a uh, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, I believe, which is basically another CG uh straight to straight to DVD um movie, which I'm definitely interested in. I at least speculated that we might get um might get a preview of a Resident Evil Resident Evil reboot. A Resident Evil reboot movie that we know is in the works and we've seen some tidbits of in terms of the filming process. I think they actually finished filming. Could be wrong on that, but um yeah, so I don't know, man. I don't know. I just don't know. Um yeah, I'm definitely down to watch that. Uh, the previous CG movies were pretty good. I mean, some were like good in a bad, bad way, but still entertaining. And, you know, CG just is more, you know, I guess feasible than like real time. And uh, don't even get me started on um, what is her name? I feel like I blocked her name out just because of how horrible she's ruining our franchises uh mila jovovich right i think specifically her and paul ws anderson just just ruining everything either way i digress um but yeah overall overall man Overall, <laughs> uh, Resident Evil 8 specifically was really good, though. It definitely showed promise and showing. I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, don't, don't, and that's the big thing, don't like beef this up to be like a very fun showcase and then. I don't know, man. I feel like community managers or something need to gauge the game more. Gauge, just gauge what fans want, I guess. I feel like, you know, it. I think it's pretty apparent they're just going with what they can make as cheap as possible while returning uh, a huge investment. That's the only thing I could think of at this point. Cause it's like, I think it's pretty evident that they don't listen to the fans. So, um, it's disappointing. I mean, they partially did with resident evil, trying to bring it back to its horror roots, but make it first person. So it's like, <laughs> it's 
some slight ca- uh some slight um compromises resident evil 3 we got a remake but <laughs> it wasn't the best remake of a resident evil 3 it was pretty poor in the remake aspect as a game on its own is good and resident evil remake resident evil 2 remake was pretty damn good of course there was some nitpicks there but even that like ah they could have did a resident evil 2 and 3 director's cut you know, actually add the clock tower to Resident Evil 3, that portion, which is probably the, one of the bigger ones, uh, the Dead Factory, uh, but instead we got the Nest. I guess I can, I can kind of bend with that one, but probably the most iconic of uh, the, the clock tower, just totally scrapping that. Raccoon City Zoo, you know, probably um, add a little bit of the uh, RE outbreak lore in there, you know, uh, kind of tying in with the wild things scenario from uh, Outbreak. Ugh. Capcom really set themselves up for this, to be honest, because I mean, they probably should have downplayed some of the some of the stuff that people were speculating. But <sighs> Resident Evil Eight was good, but just <laughs> I think you always remember how it ended. And, you know, of course, I guess the negative more than the bad, but ah, that was atrocious, man. It's like that, that literally soured my taste on, um, soured my taste on RE8 to a slight extent as well. I even looked at the trailer of REverse to see like, eh, maybe, <laughs> maybe the, maybe it's just the, the rendering of the, the video. Maybe it was just some glitch or something. And, you know, looked at it again. I, I literally couldn't help but, like, cringe at it. Because it's like, ah, no, this is so bad. Don't. <sighs> but yet, yet again, Capcom has disappointed me. With Resident Evil specifically. Um, Capcom, why? Capcom, no. Capcom, no, don't do this. We'll see. We'll see if I get to the, in that beta. I was, I was excited to see. So I was like, what could it be? Could it be outbreak? No, <laughs> it's a fucking PVP game yet again. Um, I was excited, but now I'm like, yeah, yeah. If I don't, I'm not getting that beta. I'm not going to lose any sleep over that at all. So, uh, it hurts, man. As a pretty big Resident Evil fan, it hurts. I'll say that a hundred percent. Um, especially how they set us up. Let's say if that was just Resident Evil Village specifically and they were done, totally fine with that. But um, but how they hyped it up to be like, Oh yeah, we got a new game announcements to celebrate the twenty fifth anniversary. So of course your mind gets running. Twenty fifth anniversary, that's twenty five years of Resident Evil. It's got to be something special to commemorate that. Not at all. Not at all. Nope. No. So. Uh, okay. I think I've got out of my system. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, it was just, I just frustrating. Just frustrating. That showing was man. Frustrating. 
That's great. <laughs> I saw somebody uh on on Resetter make made a comment. They made a thread for um reverse. Uh <laughs> All six players of Umbrella Corps are ecstatic. <laughs> that is super accurate. Because, uh, like, I know there's some discourse about, like, like, oh, I mean, more power to you if you're looking forward to a PvP Resident Evil game. But people were saying, like, you know, people still buy and play them or whatever. And then they somebody showed, like, the Steam charts uh, for the, you know, playtime and stats for the for umbrella core it was like four people playing <laughs> literally four people playing <laughs> currently uh and that's probably even due to like the spike or interest because of a new multiplayer announcement so uh, capcom 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 why why are you doing this why must you disappoint us disappoint us so much it hurts it hurts a lot uh i'll uh i'll I'll get through somehow i'll live to see another day somehow i don't know if i can move on like i don't know if i can move on like this (laughs) um yeah yeah okay i think i've got on my system i've said what i had to say We'll see. Uh, moving on. I'm uh, better news. Any anything better than that, really? Um, Scott Pilgrim. It did go on sale for uh, on limited run games. So, for those that don't know, previously Scott Pilgrim vs. the World uh, release uh, digitally exclusively on the 360 and PS3. When it came out, like I think 2010, 2010-ish. Um, but got delisted uh, maybe a few years after due to, I think, a licensing agreement between Brian Lee O'Malley, who I think is the creator of, of the Scott Pilgrim IP, and Ubisoft, who are the, who's the company that um, published the game, at least. So... Pretty much you, if you didn't buy Scott Pilgrim, uh, before, uh, it got delisted, then you were SOL basically no means to get it. So now, now that we finally have a uh, Scott Pilgrim out, I've yet to actually play it actually, but you know, I beat it and played it. So I definitely plan to I'll play it again for sure. Um, released the game digitally, but they also. And thankfully they did. <laughs> I know a lot of us were instantly speculating after they announced it. I think last month was like, hey, uh, so uh, when we get in that collector's edition, when we get in that physical edition, and sure enough, a limited run games saved the day, and they announced um, that they were uh, selling a, um, a limit, uh, physical copies of the game. I think for a pretty decent window, six week long, pre-order period pretty much during that window if you don't pre-order a physical copy of the game that's it uh good luck buying it on ebay for like three times the price basically um but for people that really love the game and want to still access it if god forbid like 
uh, any of the e-shops go down or something like that, um, you know, that's your, uh, that's your chance. So you know damn well I hopped on that with the quickness. Um, but uh, apparently a lot of other people did as well because in less than three hours, it sold 25,000 copies of Scott Pilgrim on the Switch. So, hey, you know, if you listen to the fans, give them what they want, you might get what you want in return. Mm, it's crazy how that works, but uh, it's pretty good to good to hear uh, in terms of, you know, uh, <laughs> I think they've always get, gotten, got axed for uh, Scott Pilgrim on as a limited run or as you know just the game in general so uh pretty good to hear though now so uh the world is like becoming a better place now you know we got uh we don't have trump as a president and uh now scott pilgrim is coming on modern platforms and in physical form what more could you ask for um what else uh, rumor, rumor mill time. Uh, you know that one series, Battlefield, Battlefield Six specifically, uh, apparently will be soft rebooted and heavily inspired by Battlefield uh, Three. So, also on top of that, that there will be a old gen version. Old gen version exists, I guess maybe uh, um after four or something like that, but it will also be made uh, by a different studio or a different team at dice. Who's generally made uh, the battlefield games also. So apparently 128 players battle Royale, which at least specifically the huge number always generally was a staple. I, I feel with battlefield, um, Battle Royale, which I think did come to Battlefield Five, um, which I never played. Didn't. I'm I'm a fan of the modern war, modern and futuristic games. Not so much the like World War Two and older time period games. Just I don't know. Just the time period and the. I guess the. What's the word I'm looking for? The. The weapons don't really feel that good I, I feel um they just don't interest me that time period specifically but huh who knows maybe it uh might might stand a chance against call of duty i mean to be honest some in some respects call of duty uh, did Battlefield better than Battlefield with its uh, one mode, at least currently in Modern Warfare, called uh, Ground War. Um, so, I don't know, man. But, I mean, full disclosure, I've never been a hardcore or pretty big Battlefield fan in general. So, um, I don't know. Just the game never appealed to me. I guess, I think I feel like it's too big of scale where it doesn't feel as concise and accountable if that makes sense where it's like in my call of duty i just like the more arcadey feel of the game compared to 
Battlefield Battlefield, which is generally more realistic based. I think that's safe to say. Of course, there's some particular liberties. They aren't as realistic, of course, but the vibe I always get from Battlefield is it's more realistic compared to um, Call of Duty, personally. But cool news either way. Uh, if it does look good, and it is set in a semi-current gen, or you know, uh, modern, modern times. So, so yeah, uh, PS4, Xbox One. So it'll be on cross. It'll be a cross-gen title, supposedly. I mean, it makes sense. I, I'm trying to think when last Battlefield did come out. I think it was like. 2018, 2019 or something like that. So makes sense. And then what the hell man news. Um, you know, Terminator. You're welcome. Um, of course. You know what game Terminator and Sarah Connor would be good in? Okay, Gears of War was 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 all right. It was okay, uh, but no, not a, that's not enough. Fortnite. Ah <laughs> oh, man, it's like at this point, it's like who isn't in Fortnite at this point? Because I feel like it's hard to keep track now. So many damn characters in this game: Kratos, Halo, uh, Master Chief. Uh, freaking um, Batman. Well, yeah, but like a lot of DC characters, uh, freaking, freaking um, you know, uh, all of Marvel and the, the freaking all the all the Disney. Well, I guess because they own it, but whatever. It's too much. I guess <laughs> it's funny. A part of me is kind of frustrated because it's like, it's like, it. I find it's very cool, but if it, if this was a game I wanted to play. <laughs> So I think partially that's why I'm frustrated. Like if this was in like Call of Duty or something, it's like yes, all right, I'd be way more excited. But it's like knowing that this is, <laughs> it's like uh you outside of a club and like all these famous people are going in and you're just left out there just trying to wait for a spot to get in. Even if you if you might get in, if you even get lucky enough to, <laughs> uh, that's what I feel like. It's it's annoying. Cause like I tried to like the game, but uh, I just cannot get behind the building mechanics. Specifically, that's the biggest, biggest turnoff for me. Um, where you know you have to freaking zip your mouse like five hundred sixty degrees to build this uh acute angle to climb up these steps to then drop down and do a, a falling uh three sixty no scope, uh without without seeing the enemy. That's the big one. You can't be a Fortnite player if you can't do a 360 no scope off an acute stair, uh, 15 feet to be exact, while doing a spinning blind 360 no scope. It's the only way. You can't even consider yourself a player if you can't do that. So, <laughs> totally not serious, by the way. Uh, moving on. Uh, it's been a minute, but I was like, you know what? Let me start. Uh, let me start bringing these NPDs back. Uh, personally, I love them. 
uh, always fascinating. I mean, outside of reviews, but also to see the, I guess, more, more realistic, more realistic slash realistic slash, um, I guess really just more realistic side of things where, you know, of course, if a game, you know, uh, compared to a game reviewing well or bad, uh, you know, seeing how it, uh, sells as well, is always fascinating to see, you know, a lot of horrible games do end up selling well and vice versa for the most part, a couple exceptions, of course, but at least in this case, we'll take a look at, uh, all platforms. I think this also includes digital, uh, top 20 games, physical and full game digital. Uh, from eShop, PlayStation, Steam, and Xbox. Number one, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. I can see it. Number two. Number two, Cyberpunk 2077. I see there's an asterisk there. This one, no sales. Digital sales are not included. So I can see it. It's It's Cyberpunk all that hype <laughs> not sure if they took into account all the refunds and stuff but you know hey it still got the spot uh number three assess creed valhalla four spider-man miles morales five man nfl 21 six animal crossing new horizons seven mario kart 8 deluxe eight nba 2k 21 like not a lot of, a lot of these aren't surprising Nine Immortals Phoenix Rising. That's actually kind of some that's actually pretty surprising. As a specifically as a new IP from Ubisoft. Um that's pretty surprising actually. Number nine, the top ten. That's crazy. Uh ten Super Mario 3D All Stars. Eleven Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. That's pretty decent. I think probably the the Sephiroth DLC probably probably um had to had to be the reason for that so i've 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 seen a lot of people that actually straight up bought the game that weren't even in, interested in the game now that Sephiroth is in it so i could totally believe that this dance 2021 uh high rewards age of calamity 13 people 21 14 uh new super mario brothers u deluxe 15 16 Super Mario Odyssey. Um 17 Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. 18 Super Mario Party. 19 Ring Fit Adventure. 20 Mortal Kombat 11. Also for the most part that's been pretty pretty believable. With the exception of Mortal Phoenix Rising. Just I always assume just a new IP always has trouble. Um, sales wise, but, and, uh, that wasn't the case. Uh, I feel like Nintendo is pretty predictable. So I actually skipped that. I'll, I'll actually do top five. Number one, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Two, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. <laughs> I feel like that's been here for like forever. Like GTA 6 level or GTA 5 levels of, uh, just the uh, staying power. Number three, Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Four, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, number five, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity. 
December 2020 for a PlayStation Top 10. Um, Black Ops Cold War, uh, Miles Morales, uh, Cyberpunk, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Madden NFL 21, uh, NBA 2K21, uh, 7, Ghost of Tsushima, 8, FIFA 21, 9, Immortals Phoenix Rising, 10, Demon Souls. Xbox, top 10. 1, Black Ops Cold War, Cyberpunk, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Madden NFL, NBA 2K, uh, Mortals, FIFA 21, Watch Dogs Legion, which is interesting. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's actually kind of somewhat surprising a little bit. Not really, but Call of Duty Modern Warfare, number nine. That's actually pretty interesting um, based on the fact that Warzone is free with Black Ops. So you would have to, if you just want to play the multiplayer, you would have to buy Modern Warfare. So maybe like people just, maybe just liked, maybe possibly were disappointed by Cold War, or maybe both. They might've bought both Cold War and Modern Warfare and maybe heard how good it was. Maybe decided to jump in too. I can see that. And Forza Horizon 4 at number 10. Um, yearly charts. So even I think Black Ops is number one yearly. That seems weird because it just came out in November, but I guess I could see it. A lot of people transitioned from that. Then Modern Warfare actually is number two, which is crazy. Just shows you how how crazy um Activision is with uh, Call of Duty. I think they're like making buku bu- bucks. Like billions, billions. Got to put the two pinkies for that. So it's crazy, but I could believe it because it's always been like that. Um, Animal Crossing, um, Madden NFL, Assassin's Creed, Last of Us Part Two, Number Six, Ghost of Tsushima, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Super Mario 3D All Stars, Final Fantasy VII Remake at ten. Uh, Marvel's Avengers, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, NBA 2K21, uh, Smash Hostnet 14, FIFA 21, MK11, Dragon Ball Z Kakalot, uh, MLB The Show 2018, Cyberpunk at 19, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 at 20. Crazy. And for the year. Top 20 games. Oh. And I get, yeah, definitely got to do the year. I think that's also why I decided to do this just for the year, like how everything did through the course of the whole year. So, top 10 for Nintendo for 2020, the whole year. Um, total. Number one, Animal Crossing. That's not surprising at all. <laughs> uh, Mario Kart 8, uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, uh, Smash Ultimate 4, Ring Fit Adventure 5, Legend of Zelda 6, uh, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe 7, 8, Luigi's Mansion 3, 9, Super Mario Party 10, Super Mario Odyssey. 
pretty believable. Um, top 10 for PlayStation, Black Ops Cold War, Modern Warfare, Last of Us Part 2 at 3, uh, Ghost of Tsushima at 4, Madden NFL 21, uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, uh, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Assassin's Creed, MLB The Show 20, Marvel's Avengers. Yeah, that's pretty believable. Nothing that really stood stands out as like crazy. Uh, top 10 for Xbox, Black Ops Cold War, Modern Warfare. <laughs> Is it like almost a, uh, somewhat? Uh, Ant Madden, uh, NFL 21, Assassin's Creed for four, uh, Avengers 5, uh, NBA 2K 21 for 6, FIFA 21, 7, Cyberpunk at 8, 9, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, 10, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. All in all, pretty interesting. Nothing too, uh, too outlandish or crazy. Uh, uh, one thing I did notice actually, uh, you know, referencing back, previous MPDs is that uh, Grand Theft Auto is nowhere to be seen, which uh, generally that's always been the like least see it always at the top 20. Maybe it might be in the 25, I'm guessing. If I would guess, it's probably like in the 25. In that range, um, I could see it, but Grand Theft Auto 5 uh, destro- uh, dethroned. You hate to see it. Uh, Rockstar is going to cry in all their dollar bills. Wipe, wipe the tears away. Um, DualSense wireless controller was the best selling game pad for both December and 2020. Um, yeah, I think that's all the relevant stuff. We'll talk about in that respect. Uh, shouts out to Matt Piscatella. The God of, uh, behind these stats. Um, so yeah, I think that'll conclude all the news for this week. Let's get into what I've been gaming recently. Um, Modern Warfare, man, slash Black Ops. So my, my outlook on, uh, Black Ops has changed since. I know I think uh, last time I played, I was pretty negative on it, but I have since then, uh, I'm guessing after some of the patches came out, I'm definitely enjoying it more now, or maybe I'm just playing with weapons that are more feasible and are like, <laughs> I'm playing uh, that are the meta. <laughs> so that could probably be changing my insight as well, but I am enjoying it more now, uh, doing some challenges to keep me busy. I feel like that always keeps me engaged for some reason, doing challenges and unlocking them and filling them and stuff like that. So I am enjoying that, uh, you know, getting all my weapons ranked up. I was trying to, uh, rank up the DMR to kind (laughs) of, uh, exploit the meta, uh, where the DMR was super OP, but, uh, feel like they, they said they nerfed it a bit. Um, I haven't really messed with it too much after patch. I don't think in Warzone specifically, but, um, yeah, outside of that, no, I mean, yeah, it's good. It's good. But I have to say, 
Modern Warfare started pulling him back in. Where uh, basically, there was a cool little, uh, I guess a pro tip if maybe you don't know. But I guess this is intentional either way. But one thing I did not know when uh, playing Modern Warfare is uh, basically, it's a pro tip though. Pro tip. Uh, apparently you can uh, activate a uh, double XP or double weapon XP token uh, if you have any extra in Black Ops no in uh, Modern Warfare and you can basically activate it and then switch to Black Ops and basically um, reap the benefits of double XP there since at least for most people who play who are playing now have you know maxed out all their weapons and unlocked all the weapons and stuff so uh you can then basically uh you know use those tokens for a game that you need them for which i thought was pretty cool i totally just something i totally wasn't even paying attention to but then um totally just realized that it that that is what was happening um because i i think i just did it without caring i was like okay let me just jump into the, the black ops after playing modern warfare and see what's up and i was like oh that's weird the timer is just basically the same i was like i put two and two two and two together i'm like oh okay that's why all right i see it now so yeah pretty cool though at least modern warfare wise uh i've been um having this weird uh attachment to unlocking uh gold and platinum for uh the rifles which i did do uh this week um trying now i'm working on uh smgs to try and unlock those since those are way easier than uh the, the assault rifles because the biggest pain in the ass is these stupid ass long shots you have to get a hundred damn long shots to um a hundred long shots which is generally the last thing I have had to unlock for most of the weapons, um, especially the, the post DLC weapons that came out and, um, unlock those and now doing it with SMGs, which is way easier because the, the range is not as demanding as the rifles, which generally have a pretty good range to begin with. So I've been seeing myself getting them much easier now with that, having to like, you know, um, what's the word like mitigate for the distance. So I like would just be camping in one spot, trying to trying to camp long shots and it's just a pain to do. Not really that fun. So pretty much my go-to mode for that is ground war, which otherwise I would just be playing the traditional multiplayer modes. But because of these damn long shot medals challenges that I got to do, um, that's what I've been doing. Um, but that's been cool. And, and I really do love and appreciate the fact that with black ops, they didn't just throw uh modern warfare to the wayside now. So like I can literally, if I just feel like, ah, I really like modern warfare still a lot. I can just be playing that and unlock all and get kind of like the slight fulfillment of, uh, unlocking and progressing the battle pass, um, that I've been getting in the previous seasons now. And then that's another thing too, that is still like still kind of up in the air. If up in the air, if, um, 
there's still going to be some DLC for Modern Warfare in terms of like um, uh, Soap. I guess that was the rumors that Soap might be a DLC character and a couple weapons for Modern Warfare that we still don't have yet, but that have been blatantly like leaked and seen. So yeah, I don't know. I'm guessing what likely might happen is that there might be maybe a season down the road or maybe a couple seasons, or maybe that might be the thing where they'll actually, <laughs> they'll actually like uh, combine both games in terms of um, re- battle pass rewards. So like, you know, a battle pass 20, you get a uh, soap and then bass pass battle pass 40. You get like a black ops character and like something like that. I think that'd be pretty cool and kind of unify both games and technically weirdly enough, maybe get, get sales more. So where like people will maybe buy both games to like, you know, out of curiosity or something like that, who knows, but yeah, I think they really do have a really great system going on now, uh, by unifying the two games as well as, um, getting rewarded for playing over the, over your prestige limit technically. Cause my biggest, like, I guess workflow or like grind is like playing on mainly primarily to get all the battle pass content. And then after getting all the battle pass content, uh, trying to do the challenges, at least with modern warfare, they're very like strict and demanding, but, uh, black ops, they don't seem to be as much. And it doesn't seem like you'll miss out like modern warfare, which I do appreciate where it's like not as much pressure to get them within the season I don't think we'll see I guess after the season ends but overall man I'm I'm still loving it I'm the 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 modern the modern warfare cold war war zone uh bug has bitten me again uh, it's been like a nice break to uh after you know being in like single player mode um which I think I've talked about before where I kind of generally <laughs> my uh MO, if you will, tends to be like, I play a fair amount of single player games. Then I get into a point where I feel like having a break and I play a lot of multiplayer games. I kind of have that generally have that cycle going on, but so that's what the mode I'm in right now. Single player. I mean, multiplayer call of duty specifically, maybe some other games. Um, also I did, uh, mess around, get me, a uh, monitor our new monitor now because uh the previous one i had didn't have um g-sync which is a pain in the ass um pushing these frame rates and getting that screen tearing i was like i think it's about time to uh get a a new uh monitor specifically um i got me uh <laughs> i feel like it's a step back in some cases the step forward <laughs> So basically it's a 1080p, uh, 280 Hertz, um, Asus monitor that, um, what is it? Uh, is G-Sync compatible, of course. Um, but I'm having this dilemma where I feel like it, I might've compromised too much on resolution or frame rate. And I'm, I'm kind of debating on, I'm actually going to 1440p which I feel like uh, I know generally a lot of people are having been going towards now where you kind of get that sweet spot between uh, 1080p and 4k 
but also benefit from the greater frame rate, generally 144 hertz too. So I'm probably more than likely at some point gonna probably, uh, yeah, switch to 1440p. Um, so I don't know. I feel like the compromise of a uh, resolution, especially for multitasking outside of gaming too, might be too much. I think probably test out a little bit more, see how I feel about it. Get some more insight research, but, uh, all in all, with that being said, I was testing out some games as well, like uh counter strike, seeing, seeing what it's like. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> Oh man, I got to sip. I got to sip before <laughs> specifically. Um, you know, because I've been playing on 60, 60 FPS Hertz for so long. I thought like, man, maybe, um, maybe because of the huge jump in a uh, frame rate Hertz response time, whatever, uh, you know, I think I might actually be much better at counter-strike slash overwatch and whatever. And I got my ass beat for the most part, but I mean, in a lot of cases I held my own. So it's like, I, I could definitely see the, and recognize the improvement specifically in reaction time where like I, I can actually react more promptly than 60 Hertz, which is definitely a huge benefit, especially for shooters, fast paced shooters like modern warfare and stuff, which that's probably the most I've actually benefited from. Like, uh, I played like a couple games last night and I was like, I had some high ass numbers, which I think I can only really attribute to uh, the increased frame rate. Um, where otherwise I think would have been more of a struggle or in terms of a firefight, I would have lost more. I had like, uh, got six kills before I got killed by somebody and I was out of money. Uh, at least the specific, uh, temporary mode was buyback solos where you can basically, if you have $4,500 in your pocket and you get killed, uh, you automatically respawn back if that's the case. But so uh, messed with overwatch a bit was feeling really good. Uh, otherwise, cause I mean, that was always a big reason that was attracting me from playing a lot on PC as well, where I had the monitor that wasn't G sync capable. And then I had to turn on V sync, which added a little bit more lag. And I feel like I just couldn't, couldn't necessarily function, um, that well, like I wanted to, if that makes sense. But Interesting little random tidbit. Just want to throw in there. Um, of course, uh, y'all saw it. Your boy came out of retirement. <laughs> I keep saying that. <laughs> it's just, I, I stream when I want to, I'm not gonna be at Liberty in terms of streaming. Like, you know, on a schedule, I don't even, I don't, I'm not that serious about it, but just for fun. I was like, oh, let me, let me stream some more of that outbreak, especially <laughs> at least before the fact, uh, was, was getting real excited about the potential of a outbreak being re-released, ported, whatever that, that obviously didn't happen after what we heard today, saw today. So, but man, it's just, it just made me realize how much I love that damn game. Uh, playing at least now playing on the current emulators and setup 
Uh, it's way easier now. I've yet to re- receive a crash. That was like the biggest annoying thing playing on emulators back in the day, back in 2014 when I like started started streaming Outbreak. But now it is like pristine, man. Network connectivity is great. Not getting any really any disconnects and stuff like that. Uh, it's it's good, man. So at least I have that knowing now that if if that worst, I can still play Outbreak. Um, still play Outbreak, um, online, uh, in my own way, in some even even cooler ways than the original game and stuff. Like uh, I know you see on the, in the if you watch a previous stream, you'll see like uh the Outbreak tracker, which is cool. I think it's very insightful for people viewing when I'm playing. Uh, in terms of seeing all the stats of room a person currently is, items they have, and if they're dead or not, which is that's a huge one. Because you'll be going through a whole scenario thinking like, you know, you know, in it to win it. But then, you know, all three of your teammates are dead. Like, it's really generally no use to keep playing depending on where you're at in the scenario. So, all in all, Outbreak is good, man. Outbreak is life, you know. Outbreak is life. If you're not outbreaking, then what? <laughs> if you're not outbreaking, then what are you doing? probably doing some better with <laughs> doing some better with your life um yeah so outside of that at least gaming wise that's pretty much what i've been up to um media wise you already know attack on titan man freaking uh aaron yeager fuck them up aaron yeager Give a damn. Damn about give a give a about them. Call them. They's a bunch of. They can all eat all kinds of. Sorry for what they did to his mom. They had to pay. I don't feel any remorse. Okay, they they're gonna show some of the kids being okay. Spoilers for Attack on Titan, kind of. I, I'm I'm gonna try to dance around it, but still, I'm just spoiled just to be safe. Um, you know, some of the kids, you know, got killed with stones and shit, like you know, because of Aaron. But it's like, well, they could have stepped away from the stones. They could have stayed home, but no, they wanted to see this announcement of this one dude um, I, I think I'm intentionally be vague but um fuck him alright I'm not gonna bleep that fuck him I said what I said give a damn you gonna, you gonna mess with Aaron and his mom that's what you gonna get you gonna get that wrath that's what they got but outside of that, it did get real good though. You got uh the one this new Titan that came and then they fighting and then then you get all the characters coming back. You got you got fucking Levi coming at the end, like, oh shit, shit about to go off, everybody shit about to pop, oh my god. And then to be continued, like, ah oh, why? Don't do this. Don't do this. Ugh. You just like uh don't please to be continued. 
Keep waiting, bitch. Wait another week. You see what happened. So. Ugh. Man. So good. So good. Can't wait for next uh, next episode. I understand why people wait and, you know, wait till all the episodes come out and then binge it, but uh, it's, I'm not dying inside, but I, I I will tell you, I can't wait until the next episode, though. I will say that. So, so yeah. Um, outside of that, that's pretty much all I would have been doing. Outside all... <laughs> like I said, outside for taxi. Technically, I do go outside to work out and stuff, so don't get it twisted. But in terms of generally outside, like uh, feeling like going outside today or something. Ain't no outside be climbing wearing right now. I'm just ran at this point. I'm just ran at this point. Um, yeah. Outside of that, I think that'll conclude this episode of Switching Sites, episode 88. Um, you did like or enjoy the show, feel free to like, rate, or subscribe on your favorite podcasts and platforms, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, I feel like there's some other ones, but I forgot there's so many. <laughs> Pretty much if, if it's if it's if it's a popular podcast or platform, you should be good. Uh YouTube, technically Twitch. On uh, Twitch TV slash say switch where I do record uh, each episode live, ideally from four to six ish. Ran a little late this week because I don't know. Partially, I think I was just reeling over the the what happened at the Resident Evil event. <laughs> but I digress. Um, you can also catch uh, these episodes um, archived on uh, my YouTube channel at a switch. YouTube.com slash a switch. Um, you can also follow me on um, Twitch every time. You can also follow me on Twitch. No, Twitter. Twitter at a switch. Where you know. <laughs> Lately, you're going to see a lot of Bernie memes because <laughs> they fucking funny. Okay, I don't care what anybody say. Them damn memes are hilarious, all right? I can't get enough. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. I want them. Keep them coming. Um, outside of that, nothing else, really. So, until next time, y'all, um, don't cough. Don't touch people that don't want to be touched. Get your game on. Nobody's safe.